When was the last time you slept really well? Has it been a while? If so, then this episode is for you. I'm going to take you through my top feng shui tips for good sleep to set up your bedroom. I'm going to teach you exactly how I work with a client to set up their bedroom. Those six major things that can really impact your sleep. I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Revive and Thrivology. I help women transform their lives by harmonizing their living space through holistic home practices. I'm your host, Lisa Morton. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of Revive and Thrivology. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm excited for this topic today. I want to ask you, when was the last time you slept really well? When was the last time you had multiple nights in a row that you slept well? I'll tell you this, you're not alone. (laughs) That might be Sleep might be the number one thing I hear from clients they're struggling with. And it's, it's you know, I can't get to sleep. I can't stay asleep. Um, I, ca- I can't relax. I, in the evening, I'm like wound, right? And then I wake up in the morning and I'm tired. I don't feel well in the morning. So today's episode is all about setting you up, setting up your space for good sleep. So I Googled <laughs> and I found, I think it was sleep... Um, Let's see. I found some stats from sleepfoundation.org. And these are interesting. Okay. 55% of nurses say they experience insomnia. Drowsy driving is responsible for more than 6,000 fatal car crashes every year in the United States. Um, Let's see. The other one was one study estimates the annual cost of workplace errors and accidents linked to insomnia at $31.1 $31.1 billion. Here's another one that doesn't really, um, doesn't deal with sleep issues, but I found cool. So on average, adults sleep on their side 54% of the time, on their back 38% of the time, and on their stomach 7%. I found that really cool. On average, we spend about two hours per night dreaming, mostly during REM sleep. And dreaming is a whole nother episode I want to have because... I, my teacher actually does this really great dreaming course and teaches all about dreaming and I want to have her on to talk about that. But let's dive into your sleep, how we can improve your sleep. So following feng shui, there's a specific layout for your bedroom that can really help your body rest, feel safe, feel comfortable and relaxed. So I have six tips that I'm going to be sharing with you today. Six tips to set up your space following feng shui for good sleep. Are you ready? Let's dive in to number one, your bed arrangement. It's really important to have your bed laid out so you're in the command position. This is its position in feng shui where you, you, your body feels safe because it can see anything coming towards it. If it has protection behind it. So you want to have a solid wall behind your bed, a solid wall. You don't want to put your bed in a corner. You don't want to have a window behind you. Um, You know, I recently actually stayed in a hotel. It was super cool, right? It was a very cool hotel. Modern and interesting. Cool design. Cool color palette. Um, But I slept awful. And because the bed, you know, it's kind of sometimes a trend, especially in hotels. Like modern hotels will have the bed floating and not up against a solid wall. So they had it floating and then kind of a... A divider on the back side, and on the back side was the bathroom. So it's important to have a solid wall behind you for protection. 
but also to ensure that that wall behind you does not include heavy-duty electrical or plumbing. Okay, we don't want all this stuff happening behind our head while we're trying to sleep. You may not notice it. You may not notice it initially and be like, oh, I'm just sleeping fine, but I really want you to find a wall without a mirror, a solid wall, I'm sorry, without a window, a solid wall that doesn't have any plumbing or heavy-duty electrical behind it. So, I mean, most walls are going to have an electrical plug. So, that's fine. But anything bigger, okay? So, find that solid wall, place your headboard up against that. Let's move on to number two. It's right there, very connected. The headboard. I want you to have a solid headboard. And I would prefer it to be solid wood or maybe an upholstered headboard, not a metal bed frame. Okay, if we get into a whole nother episode is EMFs, right? <laughs> if we get into EMFs, those electrical magnetic, electromagnetic frequencies can transfer through a metal bed really easily and you're sleeping on that. So always opt for a wooden bed frame, a headboard that's made of solid wood or a, an upholstered headboard. So you can get creative. You might be like, well, I can't buy a new bed today. I don't, I don't have a headboard. I just can't go buy one. Years ago, I wanted to create my own headboard. I had this beautiful fabric that I knew I wanted to use it for a headboard. And so I got crafty. I went to Lowe's, had some pieces of wood cut, got some, some um, batting from the craft store, wrapped the wood, and then wrapped my fabric. I used staple gun on the back because I was feeling really crafty. <laughs> and then we hung it on the wall. It looked so cute. So get crafty, get creative. I've seen a lot of people use interesting things. I even saw someone recently, I think it was on Pinterest, they took a door and flipped it sideways and turned that into a headboard. Very cool. <laughs> okay, so number two is make sure you have a solid headboard. And if you like tips like these, then definitely go to my website and sign up to receive my top feng shui tips. I have a new and improved version of my top feng shui tips. If you have the old version, go ahead and request the new ones. Um, just updated, tweaked, and modified them a little bit. Totally free. Just you got to request it on my website. So let's dive into number three. I want you to clean out under your bed. What is under your bed? Is it storage? And I know they're building a lot of bed frames these days with storage beneath, but that is not going to help you sleep. If you're struggling with sleep, I want you to check out what is under your bed. And it might be a lot. Take it all out. And also see what the symbolism is behind those items underneath your bed. Here's a little story. I had a client years ago who was struggling with sleep just constantly. Wasn't, couldn't, couldn't rest, couldn't relax, couldn't fall asleep, was laying there till who knows what time of the night struggling with trying to get to sleep. So we did a few things. You know, she called me. I went into her house and we looked at a few different things in her bedroom. And I asked her, I'm like, tell me what's underneath your bed. And so we dove under there together and we looked. <laughs> And then nobody ever wants to tell me what's under their bed. <laughs> They're just overwhelmed by all the stuff. But what was really interesting was this woman had 
stacks of books to read, like multiple, three or four stacks of books that she wanted to read eventually. Didn't know when, but it was her to-do list. And then a big box of loose printed photos that she wanted to put in boxes or in photo albums and, you know, organize somehow. But she hadn't gotten around to doing that. So she was literally sleeping on top of a to-do list. What are you sleeping on top of? I had another client who was on um, a new health kick and was losing all this weight. and But she was saving those old clothes from her larger size under her bed should she need them someday. Now, I get it. She wants to, you know, reuse whatever or just save them if, you know, she needs a larger size. But think of the symbolism of falling asleep. You know, we're resetting our body for the next day. And she was doing that on top of her, an old version of herself. It's almost like she was manifesting that this, that the, she would need those larger sizes again someday. So I want you to really slow down. And I want you to think about what's in your space. What's in your space underneath their bed? What is that? What does it symbolize? And then how is that affecting your sleep? So I recommend you not store anything under your bed. Find another location in your home to store these items, whatever it is. Books, magazines, clothes, shoes. I get a lot of shoes. (laughs) All right, clean out under your bed. Let's move on to number four. So lighting, light. this kind of goes two different ways. So first of all, I want to touch on the temperature, the coloring of the lighting. It's really important before bed, if you're struggling with that, 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 that feeling of coming down from a busy day and trying to rest and relax your body, bringing the lights down can be really impactful softening the lights, turning off the overhead lights, turning on a small lamp. You guys know I love a Himalayan salt lamp in the corner of the room. You can turn that on, maybe light a, light a single candle for a soft little flicker of a flame. So turn the lights down as you're preparing for bed, maybe an hour before even. I like to start turning the lights down throughout my home, you know, about 8 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock, because why not? It's a beautiful, cozy feeling it provides. So turn those lights down. I also want you to notice the lighting that's in your bedroom. Do you have those different options? But then look at the lamps. Are they bright and bold and colorful? Or are they kind of quiet, kind of calming, maybe have some sort of decorative element to them, but aren't going to like draw your eye to them? Another thing is I see a lot are overhead lights. So I get why people want overhead lights. But a ceiling fan in feng shui is definitely a no-no, right? Because it cuts the energy down. Um, But also what I'm seeing a lot are these cool light fixtures. And oh my gosh, they're so cool and interesting. But try to avoid any light fixture with sharp points. I just saw an image of this when I was putting together these notes and, and my thoughts for this episode. And it was a beautiful bed and it had this light fixture above it that looked like a sunburst and it was so cool 
But in feng shui, we have this thing called a poison arrow, and it's really when there's a sharp point coming at your body for long periods of time. We always want to be cautious when we're, you know, when we're do, you know, sitting at work at your office all day. Do you have poison arrows coming towards your body? Um, and also bed. You're in your bed. Yes, you are asleep, but your body is still in that position for seven, eight, hopefully seven or eight hours a night. So you want to avoid having any poison arrows coming towards your body. So go with something with a softer, maybe more rounded, oval, softer design than those sharp, pointy vibe light fixtures, okay? You will feel it. You might not feel it instantly, but I think after a few days, you'll be like, oh, I can just like relax a little more. All right, let's keep going with my list. I have two more for you. The next one is a mirror. In feng shui, we always want to avoid having, you know, it's always best to just not have a mirror in the bedroom. I get how some people want to have a mirror because that's where they dress. If you have the traditional dresser, you know, used to have the dresser with a mirror on top, get rid of the mirror and instead replace it with a beautiful piece of artwork. So as you're getting dressed, you can see this beautiful piece of artwork. If you do want to check out yourself, I get it, and you don't have room maybe in a closet, I want you to ensure that you cannot see the mirror from the sleeping position. So if you're laying in your bed, I want you to look around and make sure you cannot see the mirror. So this isn't helpful. This doesn't support good feng shui energy in your space for several reasons. It's reflective. Um, Mirrors amplify, right? So they reflect whatever they're, 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 they amplify whatever they're reflecting. So especially if you have a pile of dirty clothes and the mirror's right behind it, it's going to multiply those, the energy of the dirty clothes, okay? Of that laundry pile. It can also multiply the energy of people. So it can introduce additional energy into your space, okay? So mirrors are a no-no, okay? Put some beautiful artwork on the walls. Don't go for the mirror. Take, put the mirror in the closet. And here's my last tip for feng shui tips to set up your bedroom. Tomorrow morning, when you wake up, I want you to look and see the first thing that your eyes catch. What do, your, what do you see? What is the very first thing you see when you open your eyes? I want it to be something beautiful. Something that makes you happy. Something that makes you smile. Recently, I had a client. Another story here. <laughs> she invited me over. She was struggling with sleep and also was waking up to symptoms of vertigo. So we, of course, I checked under the bed, we did all of our things, and I realized, well, I saw it before, but I didn't want to get into it quite yet. I wanted to get through a couple other things with her, but then I realized the very first thing that she saw when she woke up in the morning were three laundry baskets, a row of laundry baskets to the left of her. I mean, it was right there. You couldn't miss it. Literally, if you walked into the room and walked towards the bed or walked towards the bathroom, you had to walk through three laundry baskets. Not one, not two, but three laundry baskets filled. No wonder she had a sense of vertigo in the morning. She's waking up to like this pile to do overwhelming three laundry baskets. Find a better place to put your laundry baskets. Preferably out of sight 
especially in your bedroom. Okay, so instead, I want you to purposely place something beautiful for your eyes to go to. So mine, on top of this chest, I have um, a wedding photo of my husband and I, a pretty lantern, and then a piece of pottery that we really love that we bought together. So it's kind of this moment because it is our master bedroom. That's a whole nother episode, but we'll get into that. That might be a really good Valentine's Day episode, how to set up your space for being a couple, for romance, all that. But I have this moment, this little space where we open your eyes and it's the first thing your eyes go to and it's just loving and sweet and just really kind of warms your heart. So those are my feng shui tips for your bedroom, okay? If you're struggling with sleep, know that you're not alone. Work on these tips. Also, go check out my free download. There's some other things in there that might help you in your bedroom as well. Work on these. See what resonates with you most. Start there and then get all those six tips. Even just if you think you have it covered, just take a step back. Look with fresh eyes, right? Check out your bed arrangement. Is it against a solid wall? We want that solid headboard behind you, solid wood or solid fabric or upholstered. I want you to clean out under your bed. Don't keep anything under your bed. The only thing I have is an extra little blanket for super cold nights. Okay. Check in with your lighting. Check in that it's you have layers of lighting as well as you don't have this harsh pointy lighting fixture, light fixture directly above your bed. No mirrors in the bedroom. And very last, what is the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning? make it something really beautiful okay folks that's all for today i wish you an amazing night's sleep and i will see you next time i'd like to thank our production company caraggio media the welt 95.7 studios and our sponsor good she for more information follow the link in the show notes be sure to hit like hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review if you want to connect on Facebook and be sure to let me know what topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.